You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, good friends. Welcome to another episode of the 10,000 Lamps Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Radke. Unfortunately, we are not here with Julian Andrews. Julian is in Arizona. He's doing uh, something for work. Um, Believe it or not, this podcast is not our full-time job. Um, One day, we can dream. Um, We are recording this on a Tuesday night. Uh, Actually, I just got done watching the Timberwolves beat the New York Knicks in a pretty fun game overall. Kind of sloppy towards the end. Wolves win 112-110. Um, the win moves the Wolves back to 500, 22 and 22 overall. That is seventh in the West. They are a game behind the Denver Nuggets and they are, uh, tied now with the Los Angeles Lakers who, um, suddenly might fire Frank Vogel because it's his fault. They have Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis hasn't been healthy. Um, regardless, uh, just a few notes from the game, I guess, overall, um, Edwards looked fine, 8 for 17 from the field. Um, This is a game where you'd probably want more from Towns, 20 points, 5 rebounds. Um, Statline looks solid. Uh, I mean, really, the the difference kind of ends up being Malik Beasley and Jalen Noel coming off the bench. Jalen Noel in the fourth quarter was unbelievable. Um, We've talked about this on the the podcast before, but... yeah, I think he said in, in a piece by John Krasinski basically that he knows his athletic limitations um, and he does such a good job of getting past his defender and then getting kind of that free throw line and he's able to bully his defender and, and kind of put a shoulder into him um, and then create that space and go up for the shot or um, draw the foul. So um, good win overall by the Wolves. Kind of a sloppy game. Probably one of those games that if the Wolves do lose, you you just kind of go, oh, you know, maybe we're not going to get up to that six seed, which I think is um, the thing that everybody wants in in Wolves land right now is to uh, creep up to that uh, to that six seed because then you don't have to worry about uh, that that you know the play in tournament at all. So um, yeah, good good win again. Um, the Wolves haven't been playing great up to this point, but the nice thing about the Western Conference is nobody really has. Uh, if you look at the standings from um, it's Phoenix, the Warriors, the Grizzlies, and the Jazz, and then it's kind of everybody else. Um, the Mavericks have been playing better as of late. 
nine and one over the last 10. Um, but the Nuggets have been meh. The Timberwolves have been meh. The um, Lakers have been meh. You know, the Clippers, it sounds like they're going to be without uh, Paul George for just a little bit longer. Um, and then you look at from, from, you know, the, then it's a top nine seeds. And then you go down to like the Blazers and the Kings and the Spurs and the Pelicans. And it doesn't seem like anybody really wants to win. So um, good news all around for the Wolves. Um, again, good, good win. Um, second straight win with, with, with that win over the uh, Warriors on um, Sunday at Target Center. And again, that's one of those games where you say, okay, the Warriors are without Steph Curry. Um you know, and Draymond Green, but like whatever, like that you, you, you have to win those games. They're on your schedule. It doesn't really matter who's playing. Um, next test will be, um, is it on, uh, today is, uh, Wednesday. So it's going to be tomorrow when, when you're listening to this, it's going to be Wednesday. They're at Atlanta. Um, another team that's kind of like they made it to the Eastern conference finals last year. And they're kind of middling in the, in the East. Um, you hope that there's a bigger trade than the than like the Cam Reddish trade didn't really make a lot of sense for making the Hawks better right now. You hope that maybe that's a move to make a move. Um, and then later this week, the Wolves host the Nets. Uh, Durant will be out of that game, but um, since it's in Minnesota, we'll be able to see Kyrie Irving play. Um, so yeah, um, that, that that's that. But um, win, winnable games, uh, maybe not that, that Nets game. Um, and Chris Finch had a quote... Uh, on Sunday night, um, talking about the now healthy Timberwolves, uh, he said, "Now it's time to go," um, and, and he's right. Like there, there's no excuse for this team anymore. Um, I think last year and, and the year before, maybe you say, "Well, Carl wasn't there, and Dila wasn't healthy the entire time," and blah blah blah. Now you look at the roster from from top down, and the starting five is you know the most efficient in the league. So you look at the team and you say, "Okay, there's really no excuse for not getting the job done." Um, which makes you feel good, right? That that should make you feel good if you're a Timberwolves fan. That uh, you're finally in a position where like you can just figure out who this team is, and I think it's a top six team. Um, I I, I do think the Timberwolves, um, fully healthy are better than the Nuggets with who who are without um Jamal Murray and, and Michael Porter Jr. I think if you can slide into that six seed, you're you're in a really good spot. Um. I don't like. I don't think you're beating the Suns. I don't think you're beating the Jazz. And I don't like. Like, I mean, I, I think you're hoping that the Grizzlies stay at three because I think that could be a really, really fun series. Um, three versus six. Uh, you know, so some, something to look forward to. Again, we're 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 just really at the you know past the halfway point, but um, yeah, I mean, I, you have to feel pretty good about what you've seen from the Wolves so far. So um, our good friend Julian. So he's not here. Um, obviously he, he, hopefully he's listening. Um, Julian sent me five questions, um, to answer. And this is, he sent this to me a text today at 1139 AM. Um, I'm recording this at 931 PM. I do not know what these questions are. This is the first time I've opened them. So, um, we're just kind of answering these together. Um, and then for the rest of the pod, we have our DraftKings read, and then I got some NBA news I want to hit. Um, okay. If one wolf starter, can score double digits, which one gives the Timberwolves the best chance of success? Um, I'm sure there's a stat out there for this. Um, there almost certainly has to be of, like, if this player scores, you know, X points, that means the Timberwolves are going to win. Um, I guess the, the player that I would like to see score double digits, I guess, more consistently, would. I, mean, I think the easy answer might be, like, 
Vanderbilt, but he doesn't need to score to necessarily positively impact the, the game. I'll go with D'Angelo Russell um, for, for no reason other than, you know, he's, he's kind of streaky sometimes. And um, I, I like, I'm going to look at the stats right now because I, I do just kind of wonder how many times he hasn't been able to, to hit um, double digits or um, when, when he's not having a good game. I, I will say this though, more than any other year, it seems that when he's not able to score, he just like kind of figures it out regardless. So yeah, he's had four games this year of under 10 points. Um, it looks like right around 10 or 11 games with 16 points or less. Um, and it looks like the wolves are right around 500. So maybe it doesn't make much of a difference, but I guess if you're asking me like what player in the starting lineup, do I want to score double digits more than any other player? And it's, it's Russell. Cause I think when he's on, he's a guy that like, watch out. Um, towns is, it's so consistent. And, um, you know, Edwards is in that point in his career where he's going to have those nights where he puts up 30 or 40 and he looks really good. Um, he's going to have those other nights where he scores 20, but he's, you know, seven for 25 from the field. So, um, th- those are just growing pains you go through. Uh, next question from Julian, uh, what's one change to the lineup that, that I would make, man, that's a good question. I think honestly, before the, the last few weeks, and this is why I'm not a head coach. I, I think I probably just would have played Jalen Noel more and Malik Beasley less. And obviously Noel, you know, he, he had that ankle injury that kept him out for a hot second. Um, and then, but Malik Beasley's just been really, really good too. So, um, I don't, I guess I, I don't really know. I, I, I think Chris Finch is, um, and this is no disrespect to Ryan Saunders or, or any of the other coaches. I just think he's done just a really, really good job. And he, like, he shows you what a professional, uh, coach does in, in certain situations. And I think Ryan's going to get there. I, I really do. And I, I, he took this year off. He had a job offer from the nuggets. Um, like there's going to be opportunities for him, but Chris Finch has been around so long. Um, you know, I, I guess maybe the one move, if you know if somebody like Nas Reed continues to struggle, and again he had a solid night against the the Warriors with nine and nine. He's a young player you want to develop. You don't want to give up on him, but like maybe you see what Nathan Knight has. I don't know. Like that's you know during that little run where we saw the Greg Monroe show, Knight looked really really good. Um, so I don't know. I, I guess that that would be it. But otherwise, I really like this team. Um, like, you, you know, your top guys are Towns, Edwards, Beverly, Vanderbilt, Russell, and then your kind of your your top four guys off the bench are Noel, Beasley, and McDaniels, and Reed. So I I, I don't know. I, th- I think you feel good about that. And, like, if you're trying to upgrade, you know, at the trade deadline, um, you hate to be, like, yeah, we're the we're the seventh seed, and, and you hate to say, like, uh, there's no really place that I would really want to upgrade. Um I don't know, like where, 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 where's the noticeable spot that you're like, oh yeah, we, we really need to fix that. Like other than maybe you don't like D'Angelo Russell or um, maybe you want to see an upgrade at one of those scoring bench spots. Like what are you giving up? So like, are you giving up Jaden McDaniels for that? Like, are you giving up on Nazarene's development for that? Um, I don't know. I, I think, I think uh, Finch has done a really good, nice job. Um, can this team win if they're playing well? Sorry. Can this team, if they're playing well, win multiple playoff series? Um, multiple, no. One, yes. Again, like we, we talked about it, they're the sixth seed, and you go up against, if you're playing the Grizzlies in the first round, I think that's a pretty, I think you can win that matchup. And I think you can beat the Mavericks too. Um, you know, if the Mavericks continue to 
to rise and like let's say they get the four seed and maybe you creep up to the fifth seed i don't know if if that's possible or or if they creep up to the third seed and you're the sixth seed whatever it is um i think that's another team multiple playoff series i think they can make it interesting um i do but I, i just don't see a world in which they beat like let's say they beat the grizzlies and they have to go play the suns or the warriors um or the jazz in the next round that 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 doesn't seem um very likely to me but but maybe when now um again i'm not rooting for the wolves to be in the playing game um but man i I just keep thinking of like how much fun it would be to have like if the wolves were the seventh seed and they hosted the lakers and they beat the lakers to to you know get the seventh seed and at target center um i think that'd be pretty sweet but then if you're the seventh seed you're probably looking at playing the warriors or the suns or um and that's not you don't want that that's not fun so six seater bust uh favorite moment of the season so far honestly um it was it was the the moment i'll probably remember the most is probably that like greg monroe game against the celtics that was this the wonkiest game ever um and like ever like joe johnson played the night before and i think i saw a highlight of him hitting a bucket i don't know like i hope that we never get to the point before or again where like a pandemic is uh limiting players and getting them sick and you obviously don't want any of that but uh the good news is all the players seemed um you know healthy uh but also like it's probably the only time in nba history a lot of these guys are going to make comebacks like I, I guess I can't think of another time that like somebody retired for three years and then came back, came back and played like six minutes a night on a 10 day contract, like Joe Johnson did. And, um, the Greg Monroe game is, was really good. And it, like for him, he got another chance. I think he signed with, with the warrior, the, the wizard. So, um, for a lot of those guys, like that was just like really, really cool to see them get, you know, their, their, that, that an extra chance that they probably didn't anticipate that they would get um so that's probably my favorite part um i i hope that i guess for, for the Timberwolves' success i hope that that changes that there's some more memories because i will say as well as the wolves have played this year at, at 22 and 22 and, and probably a lot better than we we thought like it i'm not like entirely happy with how they've played you know like if you would tell me after 44 games that they're 22 and 22 i would just say yes i'm going to be very happy about that but it feels like there's room to improve and there's that wiggle room where um there's some missed opportunities so um for now greg monroe uh i'll change my answer later uh all right team you'd least like to face in the playoffs if you're the wolves uh if i you know i I, the warriors i did not want to play the warriors um i just think that they're too good the i I know that they've uh like the last 10 they're they're four and six um the suns are another team that i just don't want to play but um, I, I would say right now the Warriors. I I not want nothing to do with them. Um, I just think they're too deep. So, um, all right, Julian. Well, thank you. And, and like I, I just don't want to like build into the narrative of um, Wiggins versus Russell because I talked about this with somebody the other day. Like Wiggins, his skill set is fit to be the, the the perfect role player in that that Warriors team when when all things are clicking and if he doesn't do his job it's not as detrimental to the team as when russell doesn't so i don't want to just like suddenly you're in that playoff series and all you're talking about is you know, that trade over and over again and if russell has a bad night which he's had and i've been hard on russell like i i i, I if i if i went back and could make that trade again i don't know if i would um 
But at the same time, I don't think it's always fair because Russell's job and what makes him important to a team is totally different than what makes Wiggins good on a team um, at this point in their career. So, um, and I think the most frustrating part about that trade is like both players are um, not always really fun to watch and they can disappoint you. Um, so, um, that, which, which means the trade was probably even, right? Um, all right. Well, we want to thank our good friends over at DraftKings. You guys were on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs at, and at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. It's celebrating with a huge odds boost for new customers. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Also, what a um, what a brutal wildcard weekend. That was, those were some tough games to watch. Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TBPN for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL must be 21 years old or New Jersey Indiana or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. Let me get a sip of water quick. Ah. It's kind of wild how um, like radio hosts just do it by themselves all the time. I've done this for what has it been like 12 minutes. I don't even know. Um, I'm already tired. Uh, all right, news around the league. Um, Kevin Durant out four to six weeks. Uh, that's a bummer for the uh, for the Nets. Obviously, the Wolves won't get to see him in a few days. Nets currently twenty seven and sixteen. They're ha- they're only half game back from the first seed in the East, um, behind the Bulls and the Heat. Um, only a game up on those those um, those Cavaliers who just won't go away. Um, the whole East in general is pretty tough. Like from from the tenth seed to the first seed, there's only five and a half games uh, splitting those teams up. So, um, huge bummer for Durant, who is just having an All NBA season. Uh, sprained MCL on his left knee. The franchise expects him to be out four to six weeks. Uh, he went uh, imaging on Sunday morning after Saturday night's injury, and a realistic benchmark for Durant could be returned following the All Star break. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, if you're the Nets, you get Kyrie back, which is good, but you're only getting him for, um, road games. Um, I'm guessing we're going to see some really big nights out of James, James Harden. And for a team like the Nets, when you're so top heavy, you know, this is a time where you, where you hope that you're, um, you know, some, some of the guys that you trusted, um, or I guess haven't been able to trust so far yet this season, you, you know, you can rely on them and, and at least see what you have. Um, our good friend Zach Levine, good news, no structural damage. Um, he had an MRI on Saturday morning from, um, I think he he played just a few minutes in, in a game on on Friday night. Um, if, you know, if you watch the replay, he kind of went up. Um, or maybe like he was driving and he just basically uh, hopped out uh, of the drive and, and, you know, he could tell something was wrong. Uh, no structural damage, obviously super, super, super good, good news. Um, it seems like he's going to be back sooner rather than later. Now, if you guys remember this, um, he, when Levine tore his ACL with the Timberwolves prior to being traded, uh, part of the Jimmy Butler deal, he, I think it was against the Pistons. He was, he like played the rest of that game, like after he tore his ACL. So, um, 
I'm sure he was having like flashbacks of like, I tweaked it, yes, but I don't exactly know what happened, so I should probably be safe because I don't want to enter the game again with a torn ACL. So uh, good news for him and the Bulls, obviously, who have just been playing lights out. Uh, another old friend of ours. We forgot to talk about him last week. So that's my bad. I promised you guys that we would talk about Tyus Jones uh, and the Grizzlies. So the Grizzlies, we talked about them a little bit earlier. Um, they're obviously really good this year, um, led by John Morant. They're 31 and 15, uh, just a game and a half back from that number two seed in the West. Uh, now, again, we talk about Morant, and I think you talk about Jaron Jackson Jr. has been really good lately. Steven Adams has really fit in there um nicely uh Xavier Tillman nice player off the bench um Desmond Bain great shooter but don't sleep on Tyus Jones now Tyus Jones backup point guard who played really really well when Morant was hurt uh Jones is averaging a career high of 8.1 points 4.1 assists 2.8 rebounds he's shooting 47 percent from the field 38 percent from the three-point line He's 25 years old, and he's starting to hit his peak. Uh, 100, uh, his 124.7 offensive rating, which is a weird stat, so I don't know like how much we can look into that, uh, ranks 11th in the league. Um, and pretty good timing for him overall because he's in the final year of a three-year $26 million deal, which I honestly, I'll be honest, I, I thought that was a little much, like getting paid $8.5 million per year to be a backup point guard for John Morant. Um, but th- their theory was let's get a guy who – can be a backup by all accounts he's a good teammate and a good leader um and it worked out perfectly and and now it seems like jones is going to get 12 to 15 million dollars a year uh next year like i think a lot of people talk about jalen brunson and what he's been able to do for dallas um and i don't think jones has has been that good but i mean if brunson gets 15 to 17 million like it, it, it seems like Tyus is probably right in that, that same ballpark, maybe a little lower, like the 12 to 15 million range. So, um, I mean, then you open up the conversation, right. Of like, can you win or like, what is your roster configuration? Like if you're paying a backup point guard, 13, 14, $15 million, um, I don't know, but somebody will pay him and he deserves it. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, that's all I have for today. Good friends. Um, it won't be just me next time, I promise. Uh, later this week, not sure what day, not sure what day we'll record. Hopefully, maybe on Thursday night. But um, we'll get another pod. Uh, we'll talk about Wolves. We'll talk about the rest of the NBA. We'll have our three-star sports card card corner. Um, if you didn't see, we opened up a 21-22 hobby box of hoops last week, and that was a lot of fun. So um, go watch that video. It's on our YouTube, 10,000 layups. Um, but, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thanks to DraftKings. Thanks to three-star sports cards. Thanks to Julian. But most of all, thank you to all of you. Uh, We'll talk to you later this week. Goodbye.